And now, in studio, bringing his Midwest values from the show me state to the land of San Diego. He's a triple threat, licensed as an attorney, mortgage broker, and a top producing realtor who's crushing the competition. Here to deliver you what's happening in the trenches of the market, your host, Michael Gaddis. Welcome to the Michael Gaddis Show on AM 1170, The Answer. I am your host, Michael Gaddis of michaelgaddis.com and frontierloangroup.com. And I am here every Monday night at 7 p.m. to talk about anything and everything related to real estate and law and finance and just about anything else. So I know a lot of you are probably braving the rain right now. It's been raining all day today. But uh, it is definitely uh, one of those things where I like rain because in the past, I lived in a place that rained a lot and I missed the the sound of the pattering rain on the roof. So it is definitely uh, good for me to, to hear all that rain. But, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about first today, and maybe Paul will join with me. Paul, did you see the Academy Awards last night? Uh, I did not, but I saw You did not see the Academy Awards? I have actually boycotted the Academy Awards since 1999 when uh, Shakespeare in Love beat Saving Private Ryan for Best Picture. After that, they were basically dead to me. But I did see the clip of what you're talking about. Oh my God! And you know, here I, I, you know, usually it's, it's, you know, I don't get as much enjoyment out of watching all these, you know, these guys go up there and pound their chest, talk about how great they are, and you know, they cry into a hip. But I swear to God, I would, I did not see that coming last night. No. Well, Warren Beatty got up there, and you know he wouldn't rambled a little bit with Faye Dunaway. I guess it was the 50th anniversary of Bonnie and Clyde, which yep. I was unaware. That's a, that's I can't believe that movie's that old now. And when he opened that envelope, my wife is like, "Why is he taking so long? Is he trying to milk his minute?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I think he's trying to milk it into a longer time." And then you know you could see that he was he was trying to keep a smile up, but he was like like you could tell something was wrong. He was definitely confused. Yeah, and then he, you know, and here's Faye Dunaway saying, she's saying, oh, you're impossible. And he's like, huh, he shows it to her. And she, instead of reading the card, just saw La La Land and declares La La Land the winner. And everyone piles on stage. And, yeah, and which is understandable because they, they're thinking they just won, you know, the best moment of their life, their, their professional life. They just won the Academy Award for Best Picture. So they go up there to get their award. What I don't understand is the production crew. Why did they let them get through two and a half acceptance speeches before correcting the mistake? Well, they were out there running around in the background, right? They're up there. You could see them like these guys running around. And my wife's like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. And I was half paying attention. And I'm like, what do you mean? something's wrong she goes no there's some, look at that guy the the guy to the right he was a bald guy to the right he yeah. kept looking over to and she goes something's wrong he's looking offset and uh i said I, I don't know what it is and so finally when they came up and made the announcement it was so funny because did you know who disappeared did you notice who disappeared was it ryan gosling no faye dunaway Really, the one who announced La La Land, yeah, with with War- she disappeared, like she just like kind of sunk to the back of the pack. I didn't notice that. Warren Beatty, despite what people say to him, he was standing up there and he was going to own it. Yeah, and that's why I really respect the fact of when the chaos started hitting and the guys were like, "No, Moonlight won, Moonlight won," and you know Warren Beatty kind of pushed his way up there and said. 
I got to tell you what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and and what happened was I opened the envelope and it said, you know, it's an Emma Stone, La La Land. And he, and he didn't know what to do, you know. I mean, but here, and there's a lot of criticism about him today. I read a lot of people going, oh, he doesn't have a brain. He froze. Look, you're 79, almost 80 years old. You're standing on a stage with 250 million people watching and you got a wrong envelope. Yeah. I mean, I don't think any of us would know what to do in that situation. I mean, what do you do? You say, oh, excuse me, I think I've got the wrong envelope. This has never happened in Oscar history. In 89 years. Never happened. So what do you do? You know, the guy, he, all he did was kind of, sh- I think he was trying to show Faye Dunaway why he was hesitating, and she just read it. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Maybe from now on, they don't be so secretive about the, uh, the winners. You have people sign non-disclosure acts or contracts before because... For, I mean, they didn't know. They no before the the actual award ceremony. Only two people in the entire world actually know who won each individual award. Wow! So maybe they they well, it's a, maybe it's a little too close of a guarded secret. When you have leaks coming out of the White House and everything, we you can't have the Oscar winners <laughs> get leaked out. Well, I got a better idea. How about we give them the right envelope? That's yeah. That that might be a little. Simpler. Maybe we should put it in really big letters on the outside of the red envelope. Best picture in big bold, and make sure everybody looks at it before you give it to the guy. Because keep in mind, these guys Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway are standing in the background, right? Yeah. And they're waiting to go out there, and someone comes and hands them. They're assuming that you're handing them the right envelope. Why in the hell would they say you didn't? I mean, there's no reason. It's never happened that they gave him the wrong envelope, so they just assume it's the right one. Yeah. But I think it couldn't have happened to better. It was just, it was just, what a way to end it. And of all the categories for it to happen, exactly. Well, you know, it wasn't you know best cinematography or best sound mixing. No. It was best picture. It was it's always been the last award of the night. It's it's you know what everybody wants to win is That's best right. picture, and that just a. Inc- inc- crazy incredible way to to end the night no offense to the cinematographers and the sound mixers right but but that's what that was the the highlight uh, that was what everything was leading to the entire night and they just blew it i just could not believe it and i thought the highlight of that entire moment was jordan horowitz the producer of la la land that s- said when he he was the one that made the announcement that hey there's been a mistake you know the, the other movie won and he's like i I'm looking forward to them coming up here and me giving them the award that they won. I thought that was just a class move by him. I definitely think that was a class because move. he went from being it being the, one of the greatest moment of his professional life, as I was saying earlier, to that yeah. was just taken away from him. Oh, absolutely, it was. And I thought I I thought that Jimmy Kimmel's you know reference to Steve Harvey on such a short you know that kind of, yeah <laughs> real good way to play that that was funny you know yeah. I mean, it's like oh Steve Harvey you know yeah. I mean that was a real I mean it was tough I mean how do you handle that I mean they're improving at that point absolutely because they have no idea this is off script teleprompter doesn't help you out there no this is off script but I thought the funniest thing was how Faye Dunaway just disappeared I didn't and, notice that and I rewatched it three times to look for Faye Dunaway and I think she was standing way in the back because she's the one he was trying to show her to read it so she would read it but she just quickly saw La La Land and said La La Land yeah there's no reason for Emma Stone's name to be on the best picture envelope, so they clearly handed her the wrong one. No, and you know that the Oscars didn't know because they put up the the little image that said best picture, you know, La La Land on on the on the production. So, yeah, because so, there legitimately is only two people yeah. that know. Like all the stuff that the announcers that say, you know, this is the fourth win for La La Land. That that's all in the moment. They don't they don't have a script to go off of. Uh, the people do, putting up the graphics, they have to just do that on the fly. 
But how about um, the guy who is actually the one that hands out the envelopes? How 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 low do you think he feels? It's like, oops, you got one job, buddy, one job, and it's not like these things, these wards are getting thrown out really fast, right? right? There, there's like a lot in between them. Exactly, there's, there's five a, or six minutes in between. Yeah. There's the a words. lot of QC that could go on there, right? No, I, I'm Am just, I holding the right envelope? Is I'm, this the right one? I'm wondering if he updated his resume last night or if he slept on it and did it this morning. Yeah, I don't even know if that'll help him because I mean, you got one job. Yeah, and that's to check in. He might have to change his name. I mean, how long is the is the production? It's four hours long. Yeah, and, and there's like twenty minutes in between every one. So he's sitting there holding this envelope. You can at least say, you know what? Maybe I should really double check this to make sure I'm handing, you know, or maybe, I mean, it, maybe I should, you know? Yeah. Maybe the print on the outside wasn't big enough, whatever it is. I bet it's going to be in bold letters next next year. Oh, my God. How funny was that? And so, you know, it's it's funny. I mean, it, to me, it was. Yeah. And, and, and it was not only the most prestigious award of the night, it's the most prestigious award in filmmaking. It wasn't, That's right. It wasn't an Emmy. It wasn't a, a Writer's Gold, Guild Award. It wasn't, Globe. it wasn't a Producer's Guild Award. It was the Academy Awards. It's, it's the top award in filmmaking in the world, the most prestigious award of the entire year. And that's the one they jack up. That's right. Of all the ones. And and Moonlight was just, they didn't know what was going on either. They're yeah. like, what? I mean, it was crazy. And I just, I, I cannot believe they let him get through two and a half of the acceptance speeches. Oh, I know. Well, they... I have a feeling the third guy knew it by then. He was like, oh, by the way, we lost. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to come up here and say my thanks because I'm not going to be able to speak to 250 million people very long. So, you know, this is my opportunity. Yeah. But I just, I, I just thought that was a cool moment. Jordan Horowitz, the producer, was so gracious in such a difficult moment for him professionally. Oh, yeah. I would have been on my knees crying. I would have been crying. But I mean, it, it was one of those things where, you know, I mean, I enjoy watching the Oscars and there's been a lot of memorable moments like Jack Palance, you know, doing push-ups, push-ups yep. and, you know, all of these memorable moments over time. But this might be the one that I remember the most forever. And you know what? It's good for Warren Beatty because now everybody's always going to remember Warren Beatty exactly. at the Academy Awards. He will never be able to escape that. You know what would be interesting is next year to see what that does for ratings for next year's Oscars. Because I bet more people go to watch next year than then. Because the ratings have kind of been down recently. I bet they go up next year. Well, I think they probably will. They need to make more goofs like that, you know, and and you know, make it fun to watch. You know, kind of mix it up like a WWE match or exactly. something like that. You know, maybe that's what they should do for the winners. They should make them do a wrestle off or something like there that. There you go, Royal Rumble. Yeah, the Rock was there last night, so yeah. they could have done it, and he could have been the ref. You know, I mean, it was funny. But anyway, well, after the break, uh, especially with Paul here, I want to talk to him about a. Uh, a piece of property that I have listed down in downtown uh, San Diego that you might be interested in. Bob. All right. I'm looking All forward right. to it. After the break, you're listening to the Michael Gatta show on AM 1170. The answer. AM 1170. The answer. Attention seniors. Did you know that there's a loan product out there that can literally change your life? Home equity conversion mortgages, also known as reverse mortgages, are allowing seniors to live the quality of life they deserve. Eliminate your mortgage payment and receive money to enhance your life. Recent changes to FHA guidelines have made reverse mortgages a very attractive loan product that more and more seniors are beginning to take advantage of. If you or someone you know has been considering a reverse 
mortgage, visit FrontierLoanGroup.com. That's FrontierLoanGroup.com. Let Michael Gaddis of the AM 1170 The Answers, The Michael Gaddis Show, help you to determine if a reverse mortgage is right for you. Log on to FrontierLoanGroup.com. Frontier Loan Group Incorporated, California BRE number 01449152, and MLS number 345305. Michael Gaddis, JD, California BRE number 01433800, and MLS number 280011. Hello, my name is Robert Kenyon, the president and CEO of First Cabin Travel. Like so many of you, I have a passion for travel. My travel escapades have taken me to some 172 countries. In fact, I love traveling so much that in 1989, I left a career in law and formed First Cabin Travel so that I could share my extensive knowledge and travel experiences with others. During my travels, I've established some incredible relationships, which allow me to offer you incredible travel deals. This travel season, First Cabin has a special offer that includes a quality tour with a private car and driver, a local private guide, and accommodations, which include breakfast and lunch daily from $235 per person per day. If you like to travel to exotic locations and would love to have your own private tour arrangements, First Cabin is perfect for you. Join with us and let us show you why. Visit firstcabin.com. That's firstcabin.com. Hey, Craig Sewing here, consumer activist. You hear me every day at 6 p.m. on KCBQ. My goal is to help you win in any marketplace. One of the things that applies to every single person that listens to our show and that's listening right now, you have a credit score, and more likely than not, it has inaccuracies on it. Nobody seems to understand how these things work. Here's what I can tell you. I have a credit expert that's a partner in the show named Aran Sinai. I call him the credit magician. If you've ever had any issues with your credit, you want to get your scores up, maybe a foreclosure, bankruptcy, or maybe just a collection. You know the city of San Diego can send parking tickets to collections? Crazy. Well, bad credit's a choice. Reach out to Aran Sinai. How do you do that? You go to our website, AmericanDreamElite.com. AmericanDreamElite.com. Hit me up on the contact form. I'll connect you with Iran. AmericanDreamElite.com. If you've ever had any credit issues whatsoever, AmericanDreamElite.com. Who would you rather have representing you when buying or selling your home? A real estate agent or a real estate and mortgage broker who is also a licensed California attorney? To sell your home for top dollar or if you're facing a forced sale due to divorce, probate, short sale, or bankruptcy, you'll need the added value and marketing services of a realtor with the knowledge and experience of a licensed attorney and mortgage broker on your side. Hi, I'm Michael Gaddis. I give you more, but it doesn't cost you more. Visit michaelgaddis.com. That's Michael G-A-D-D-I-S.com. The RE0146-5493 MLS AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Michael Gaddis Show on AM 1170, The Answer. I am your host, Michael Gaddis of michaelgaddis.com and frontierloangroup.com. And I'm here every Monday night at 7 p.m. to talk about anything and everything related to real estate. And I talk about real estate, law, you finance just about pretty much anything that uh, fits into into my uh, repertoire. Uh, but today, I want to talk about a new listing that I have in downtown. I have a one-bedroom condo in Union Square, and it's on the fifth floor. 
Its address is 1400 Broadway, number 1504. And, you know, there's a shortage of one-bedroom condos. And the reason I mentioned to Paul is you, I don't know if you're renting right now, but this might be a perfect opportunity for you to live in a hot spot down there. That'd be pretty cool. I would love to live down there. No, it is a great little apartment, I mean, condo, and it has it has views. Unlike a lot of the ones down there that just view of buildings and stuff like that, this has a view down the street directly to the Coronado Bridge, and you could even see some of the ocean there. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, so, and I think it has to do with the elevation, and the amenities at this building are really, really cool. I mean, it's like literally a little resort. So, if you want to live in a little resort, live downtown, this is the place to go. I don't know where you're living at right now, but I have a feeling that you're a downtown kind of guy. Downtown's a little more fun than San Marcos. That's right. You could... No offense against San Marcos, but... No, I love San Marcos. My office is right near San Marcos in Carlsbad, but, and I do a lot of business at San Marcos, but living downtown as a young guy like you, a young single guy. Absolutely. This this is the condo for you, I'm telling you. One bedroom, and there's not a lot of them, believe it or not. There's not a lot of this this type of unit down in San Diego. So you might be the perfect kind of person for either you or someone like you. So exactly. If it's not right for you, you should spread the word because it's really well located. You could walk anywhere. I mean literally I was looking at it on a map. You can walk blocks to Petco. You could walk anywhere. You could walk to Balboa Park. You could walk anywhere. That, that's a fun. That's a fun little spot to be, especially you know now that Petco Park's been in there for over ten years, and it's really changed downtown and made it to a, a, a place where you want to be, as opposed to late eighties and early nineties, where you know after the sun went down, you didn't want to be downtown. Now it's it's a happening spot year round, not just when the Padres are in town when there's a convention. Seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days a year, downtown's a fun place to be. That's right, and if you like the gas lamp. There's a lot of stuff to do down there. And, you know, let me tell you something about downtown. I've been to a lot of downtowns. I was raised in Kansas City, as you all know. And downtown Kansas City, it's revitalizing itself. I will give it that. But it's not nearly as clean as San Diego. San Diego is literally one of the cleanest downtown areas I have ever seen. Every time I go to a city, it amazes me how clean it is. So, I mean, it's a great opportunity for you to live downtown, walking distance to everything that downtown San Diego has to offer, and I mean, and live in a, in a, a condo that has a, a views, which is very rare. So, and it, the price point is really good. Right now, there's a the seller's entertaining offers between three twenty nine and three forty nine. So, it's not even that expensive of a, a of a condo. It's a great entry level place. So, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how much you're paying for rent, but we might after the show have to do some math and see if it's worth more for you to rent or to buy because and that goes out to anybody this this condo is especially perfect to like you know anybody in the in the maybe the police department or the fire department or you know anything at all like that because this is a great int- or military too there's a I met a military major who said he's interested in it down there so this is this is the kind of uh, a marine major this is a uh, definitely the type of place that would be perfect for someone like you Paul absolutely you know a younger guy like myself you know live there for a while, have some fun until you're ready to move on to something bigger where you start a family. And by then you can have that place pretty much paid off or close to paid off and you can either sell it and get your next place or keep it and rent it out. There you go. There's all kinds of options you have for something like that. There you go. That's perfect. And And, those floor to ceiling windows and renting and oh my God. And you know, the the housing market goes up and down, but uh, downtown the housing market's only going to go up. 
Yeah, no, downtown is very stable, and it is, and it's a great place to live. I mean, especially for the, as you said, the younger crowd, or maybe even a retired person or a couple that you know just kind of want to live downtown. Um, but it is for a one bedroom, especially. This is a true one bedroom too, Paul. It's not one of those studios they try to pass off as a one bedroom. It's definitely uh, uh, something that I think would be attractive to a young professional, maybe a you know a, a law student, you know anything like that. This is this is the type of place that you want to live. Why do you want to pay rent when you when you can uh, get yourself a condo like this, earn equity, pay yourself and get the interest rate tax deduction? Why not do it? I mean, it's an amazing opportunity for everyone out there. So you should really think about it, Paul, before this thing's gone. Absolutely. That sounds awesome. Yeah, and you definitely do. So, you know, the, the so it has an association down there, but the association fees are not that high. You know, I think it's around $370 a month, which sound you might say, oh, that's so high. It's not high for what it gives you. It gives you all kinds of stuff. There's a workout facility. There's a spa. They have a conference room. They have so many different spaces down there that it includes. It's like, you know, it's kind of like when I was buying my first house and I didn't want to live in a place with an association. Then I realized that there are associations and sometimes the association pays for your water. Sometimes they pay for different things. So you just have to really look and see what you're getting for that association because some Sometimes it really is worth it to, to pay for it. But keep that in mind, Paul. Keep that in mind. Will do. Yeah. I've got another place up in uh, Bonsall on Via de la Reina, which I've spoken about before, and that it's still available. And I'm telling you, it is amazing. The place in Bonsall... Over, it's, it overlooks uh, the Moody Creek uh, vineyards. And the Moody Creek, vi- this, this, this place has a view of the vineyards, Paul. This place is, it's a, you go up to this place, you go out in that deck, and it's, you're just wowed by the view. You're just literally wowed. That's really cool. No, I'm telling you. Um, I put it, all these pictures all over the internet. Somebody who sells commercial space for, I think, Target and places like that, they actually contacted my sellers because of the pictures and the way I presented it, and they wanted to shoot a commercial on their patio because of the view that they have. That's how spectacular the view at this house is. And so, I mean, I just, it's 7050 Via de la Reina in Bonzel. And if you've never lived in or gone to Bonzel, a lot of people in San Diego don't even know where Bonzel is. Do you know where Bonzel is? It is. It's off of uh, 76 up uh, north of uh, San Marcos up towards uh, Temecula. That's right. It's in between Oceanside and, and, and Fallbrook on the 76. So if you get off on the 5 and you go you go east on the 76, you're going to go through Oceanside and then there's Bonzel. And if you blink, you might drive through it. But I'll tell you something about Bonzel. It's the hidden gem of San Diego. A lot of people don't realize what you get there. I'm telling you, the, the Bonzel is one of the premier locations in all of San Diego County. Every, out there, almost every, it's acreages. A lot of it is acreages. So you have two acres. You know, you have avocado groves. You have you know mountains and valleys. And I tell you, it's a, it's a beautiful. My friend who uh, Vittorio, he's been on the show before. Um, he's from Italy. He came and said it reminds him of Tuscany in other places in Europe. It is beautiful. I woke up the other morning and there was a fog came in. And the fog, my house sits, I live in Bonzel, by the way, I'm a little biased, but my house sits up high on one of these hills and the fog bank rolled in. And when I looked out in the morning, the dawn was coming up, there was a fog below. My house sticks up above the fog. So it looked like my house was an island in a sea of clouds. And when you have that beautiful dawn coming up, it is an incredible, incredible view. That sounds cool. No, it is amazing. It really, really is. So I personally love living in Bonzel. Um, 
So if this particular house is amazing because it's been completely remodeled. When you walk into this house at 7050 Via de la Reina, it is literally like walking into um, an elegant mansion. I mean, it has the kitchen is you've never seen a kitchen like this. The island in the kitchen is huge, absolutely huge, beautiful granite and marble floors. They 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 entertain there a lot, and you could see why when you go there. They had me come over the other night just to pick something up, and they had their fireplaces rolling, and you know they were just sitting on the drinking wine. I'm like, are you guys expecting other people or just just me or what's going? I mean, it, it look, literally looked like they were in this elegant hotel lobby or something. Like, no, 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 we're just uh, this is how we always do. I'm like, you live like this? It's like living in a, a you know a posh hotel all the time, and that was at night. But in the day is when it really kicks up with that view. So if you're interested in a house in Bonds or you're just looking for a house and you want something, this house is on four and a half acres. It's got four bedrooms, three and a half bathrooms. It's about 3,300 square feet. And I, I kid you not, if you are looking for a home, you need to go see this house. You definitely do because you, you will regret it if you don't. It's a beautiful, beautiful property. And Bonzel is a really great place to live. Nice, quiet area, too. Like if you, if you, if you want to just laid-back kind of lifestyle, Bonzel's a good place to be. Very, very laid-back. And remember, I'm from Missouri, right? I don't say that enough, but I am from Missouri. And I come from a place where, you, you know, I like space between my neighbors. I don't like to live next to somebody where I can reach my hand out of my window and borrow my neighbor's salt without leaving my house, right? He can just reach out through his window, and we can, like, grab salt and pepper between the two of us. I don't like that. And I get that up in Bonzel. I get space. And that really, really is something. And, you know, it's beautiful right now, too, because all the rain has been going on. So all the mountains that are usually brown are green. So it's like you go up there and you see all these rolling hills and mountains and they're all just green. And there's so much agriculture up in Bonzel because of the micro communities they have. They have all these little micro communities. I mean, the, the microclimate. The microclimate is up there. And that's why there's so many nurseries and all. they have tree nurseries. They have flower nurseries, all kinds of. Uh, uh, agriculture goes on there, tomatoes, because if you go two miles further inland towards Fallbrook, it gets too hot. I have palm trees on my house, at my house, that you cannot grow two miles inland, that if you take them in there, they will burn up. But because of where I'm located, I still am close enough. My house, as the eagle flies, is basically 11 miles from the ocean. So I'm 11 miles from the ocean. And I'm still close enough that I get that ocean breeze. And it still keeps my house in that microclimate. So I can, I can have uh, different, types of, uh, you know, different types of plants that you cannot grow in other sections of San Diego County. So that's why there's so many nurseries up there. So if you've never been to Bonzel or never seen it, take a look at 705. Via de la Reina.com. That's 7050 com. And I know none of you are going to be able to write that down because you're driving in the rain right now. But via de la Reina.com. 7050. You can call my office, visit michaelgaddis.com, and I'll hook you to it. I got a three virtual 3D walkthrough of this place. You can walk through the house yourself and you can uh, check it out. Well, after the break, I'm going to talk a little bit about why you need a quality buyer's agent when looking for a house. You do not want to miss this next segment because I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you a story about a call I got last week, and you will never, ever, ever want to just use just a regular Joe Schmo to represent you again. So you're listening to The Michael Gatta Show on AM 1170, The Answer. 
1170, The Answer. Attention seniors, did you know that there's a loan product out there that can literally change your life? Home equity conversion mortgages, also known as reverse mortgages, are allowing seniors to live the quality of life they deserve, eliminate your mortgage payment, and receive money to enhance your life. Recent changes to FHA guidelines have made reverse mortgages a very attractive loan product that more and more seniors are beginning to take advantage of. If you or someone you know has been considering a reverse mortgage, visit FrontierLoanGroup.com. That's FrontierLoanGroup.com. Let Michael Gaddis of the AM 1170 The Answers, The Michael Gaddis Show, help you to determine if a reverse mortgage is right for you. Log on to FrontierLoanGroup.com. Frontier Loan Group Incorporated, California BRE number 01449152, NMLS number 345305. Michael Gaddis, JD, California BRE number 01433800, NMLS number 280011. Hey, San Diego, Craig Sewing here. Look, one of the things that nobody likes to hear is that they got bugs in their home. Almost all California homes have some sort of bug or termite problem. It's not a cool thing to have bugs running around your house, so I'm going to help you get rid of them. I want you to connect with Lloyd's Pest Control. These are our good friends at the Craig Sewing Show. They can help you. They've been in business putting bugs out of business since 1931. They'll do a free inspection for you. If you want to get your biggest investment checked out, make sure there's not bugs or termites, go to LloydPest.com. That's LloydPest.com. and get a free inspection of your real estate today. Imagine traveling to Asia with your own private car and driver, together with a local private guide while being accommodated in a plush boutique hotel, inclusive of breakfast and lunch daily, on a remarkably exciting tour. More remarkable is that with First Cabin Travel, the cost is only $235 per person per day. Robert Kenyon, the president and CEO of First Cabin, has a passion for travel, and over these many years has established solid relationships with those in the trade. Having visited some 172 countries, Robert is enthusiastic about sharing those same exciting experiences with you. Since 1989, customized touring has been our speciality, and our surprisingly affordable luxury-style quality tours are a proven commodity. We are proud to announce that most of our bookings are derived from repeat clientele and their enthusiastic referrals. Visit FirstCabin.com. It is where your journey of a lifetime begins. FirstCabin.com, your passport to excellence. Who would you rather have representing you when buying or selling your home? A real estate agent or a real estate and mortgage broker who is also a licensed California attorney? To sell your home for top dollar, or if you're facing a forced sale due to divorce, probate, short sale, or bankruptcy, you'll need the added value and marketing services of a realtor with the knowledge and experience of a licensed attorney and mortgage broker on your side. Hi, I'm Michael Gaddis. I give you more, but it doesn't cost you more. Visit michaelgaddis.com. That's Michael G-A-D-D-I-S.com. BRE 01465493 and MLS AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Michael Gaddis Show on AM 1170, The Answer. I am your host, Michael Gaddis of michaelgaddis.com and frontierloangroup.com. And I want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, buying a home. And I know what happens when people want to buy a home. You know, all of a sudden, real estate people drop out of the woodwork. Literally. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane how the people, all of a sudden, everybody has a real estate license. It's kind of like, yeah, you know, your wife and you are sitting in your living room. You're like, yeah, I think it's time we bought a house. What do you think, honey? Yeah, it is. All of a sudden, the phone rings. Ring, ring. What? Aunt Thelma, how? 
yeah, yeah, I haven't talked to you in years. Yes, yeah, we are thinking about buying a house. What, do you have my place bugged? Next thing you know, the doorbell rings. Ding dong. Next thing you know, there's Bob from the gym stand there, still in his sweats, right? He's still sweaty. He was just on the peck machine. Now, all of a sudden, he's at your door because, hey, I heard you're uh, interested in buying a house. I, you know, I'm a real estate agent on the side. you got all these people, literally, that drop out of the, out of the woodwork trying to help you. And... You know, as you guys know, um, I'm also an attorney. So I'm a licensed California attorney. I'm also a real estate broker and I am a uh, mortgage broker. So I help people with loans. I help people with either to buy or sell a house. And I can help you in law if it relates to distressed housing. So if you're having problems with your house. So, and I'm a radio host. How about that? That's what I do every week. So, anyway, so here's what I'm going to tell you I get calls all the time from people. Now, I don't share a lot of these calls online, but I'm going to share one with you now because I think it really illustrates my point that if you are thinking about buying a house, you need to get quality representation. And the one thing that I'm going to tell you, and you guys really need to listen to me on this, is not all real estate people are created the same. We are not created the same. I did a little uh, little uh, sound effect there, but the, here's why I tell you this. So I get a call last week from a guy who tells me that he was buying a house and he wanted to, um, you know, he had an agent. So and he was in trouble because basically here's what happened. He was buying the house, but there was a renter in the house. Okay, so he needed he he was getting his loan through Wells Fargo. So, Wells Fargo doesn't like it if you have a renter in it at the time you close the house. They have kind of a problem with that. They want the renter to be out. If you're buying as an owner-occupied, they want it to be owner-occupied. So, as the process went on, his agent knew that he was having a little bit of problem with Wells Fargo, um, but needless to say his agent encouraged him to release contingencies. Now, what that means it means is, is you, it, it, whenever you have a purchase contract, you have three basic reasons that you could get out of a contract. Number one, you can get out of it if the house doesn't appraise for what you offered. So, if you offer $500,000 and the, and the, and the, the uh, appraisal comes back at four fifty, either the seller can renegotiate the terms or you can just say, hey, I'm not interested anymore. You can get out and your earnest money is protected because you have that in place. The second reason is if you can inspect it. And what that means is you have a right to inspect the property and you could do whatever inspections you want. You can look into, you know, the criminal activity in the area. You can look at, um, you know, you can look at uh, the physical condition of the house. You can inspect anything in that house you want. And at the end of the day, if you don't like what you see, you can back out. So that's your inspection contingency. And the third contingency is your finance contingency. The finance contingency is if for some reason you're unable able to get the loan. Now, when you submit your offer, you're pre-qualified, but pre-qualified is not approved. You have to go through the actual approval process and weird stuff can happen. And there are things that you, that you can that you can see in the approval, I mean that come up in the approval process that don't necessarily come up in the pre-qualification process. You know, um, there's an issue called payment shock where if your payment is too high and they compare it to your old payment. Now, your loan officer is supposed to try to sift through as many of those potential pitfalls as they possibly can, but sometimes some of them slip through the cracks, which is why you have the finance contingency in the contract. So, in this particular situation, the uh, the buyer who called me told me that he had put a substantial 
uh, deposit down. We're not talking about the normal 1%. Um, it was close to 4 or 5% of the purchase price. He put a very hefty uh, deposit down, which I would never have encouraged him to do. That's too much money to put at stake. So, And especially since there was a... Um, um, you know, an issue with the financing. So you definitely don't want to do that. And when when the agent was approaching him about you know releasing contingencies, you know he didn't want to do it. However, here's the catch: the mo- his mother was the one actually buying the house. So the person called me was the son, and they were kind of buying it together. But his mom was going to you know be the one on the loan, and she was like 75, 76 years old. So the agent went around him and pressed the the mother to sign the contingency release. Well, sure enough, he she signed it and after the fact, it came time for close of escrow. Well, the problem was Wells Fargo refused to lend unless they they could get the tenant out. So he was going to have to go to an alternative person to try to get the um, the loan. So he was trying to find another broker to get the loan. But the close. But here's the problem: when they went and approached the um, the the uh, seller of the property, the seller of the property didn't want to extend the close of escrow date. So what was happening? Well. He was going to have to exceed the close of escrow date because he had to get a new loan, and he couldn't close in that short period of time. And here's the problem he was in. He was facing a. He had a very large deposit at risk. He had given up all of his rights to 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 uh, um, uh, to get out of the contract and save his deposit. He had to get a new loan because of the renter situation, and the seller was not letting him extend the time period. So he was basically at risk of basically having the seller cancel the contract for non-performance by the close of escrow date and keep his deposit. Okay, so just to reiterate, that was what was going on. He, his, his real estate professional had told him, release the contingencies, even though his real estate professional knew that there was a little bit something funky going on with the, with the lending. And he especially, the real estate professional especially should have known that it was Wells Fargo. And Wells Fargo can be a little bit tough in underwriting. So you, you definitely don't want to release your loan contingency in that situation until you absolutely 100% know that, something, that you've got this under control. So and, you know, they should never have done that, in my opinion. So now he's calling me because he's worried that the you know the close of escrow dates in a couple days and he's not going to be able to perform. He's got a very large deposit at risk and he's got no reasons really to 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 back out of the contract at this point or protect his his uh, his deposit. So you know you know what I told him is this you know. Not all real estate professionals are created the same. And I've told everyone in the past that if you're going to pick somebody to help you on the buying side, it really behooves you to help somebody who either, one, has a legal background, or two, has a finance background. Now, of course, I happen to have all three backgrounds, real estate, finance, and law, but there's not a lot of people like me. So if you're in an area that I'm not, I don't service, then you could call, you need to find somebody that has a finance or a legal background. The reason is, is because if you have have uh, experience in more than one discipline, you can understand how all of these things interrelate to each other. And if you're just going by straight real estate representation, then you could run yourself afoul like this guy has, where, you know, all of a sudden he's got an excessively large deposit. He's got all of his reasons to cancel have been given up. And now he's got a large deposit at risk because he can't close his loan in time because he's got to go get a different loan. So, you know, it's one of those things where you got to really be careful about who you help. Here's the problem. Most of you don't appreciate 
what it really takes to represent uh, get representation in a real estate transaction. You think that real estate people are interchangeable. You think that Bob from the gym or Aunt Patty or whoever else that is out there, we're, we're all the same. And that you're going to get the same quality of service no matter who you pick. And that is not true. That is not true at all. If you're going to go and purchase a half a million dollar asset, because I think the median house price in San Diego County is what, $535,000? You should really think about that. Because if you're going to go out and get, let's say, put a will together or something like that, and three to four, you'll do a lot of research and find the best person. But when you're going out and buying a $530,000 house, you're, you know, Bob from the gym sounds good, right? So, I mean, my point is this get good quality representation when you are looking to buy a house. It is really important that you vet your real estate professional, vet them. Find out what experience they have. Find out what they bring, what they offer you. What do they bring to the table? Because you know what? That guy told me on the phone, he said, boy, I sure wish I had you on my side. And I'm like, I bet you do. That stuff doesn't happen on my watch. So I'm just telling you, if you need good quality representation, find somebody who can really help you. I mean, find somebody who's going to fight for you and who understands how everything fits together. That's the most important thing that you can do. So anyway, just let me repeat it one more time. Get quality representation when you buy or anybody you know wants to purchase a home. Very, very, very important. You can contact my office at michaelgaddis.com. And if you need to find maybe somebody or you want my recommendation, call my office, contact me, and I will help you out. After the break, we're going to come back and talk a little bit about why you should keep an open mind when considering a reverse mortgage. You're listening to The Michael Gatter Show on AM 1170, The Answer. AM 1170, The Answer. Your social security number is at more risk than you think. Personal information like your social security number, bank account information, and your taxes need to be protected. Hi, I'm Angie Stanley with Oakwood Escrow. As a consumer, when you're buying, selling, or refinancing a home, you do have a choice in who you use for escrow. Oakwood Escrow has gone to extreme measures to make sure your private information is kept safe and secure. Call me today and reference the Craig Sewing Show to receive a custom gift at the close of your escrow. Call 858-217-5248, 858-217-5248, or visit oakwoodescrow.com. Attention seniors, did you know that there's a loan product out there that can literally change your life? Home equity conversion mortgages, also known as reverse mortgages, are allowing seniors to live the quality of life they deserve, eliminate your mortgage payment, and receive money to enhance your life. Recent changes to FHA guidelines have made reverse mortgages a very attractive loan product that more and more seniors are beginning to take advantage of. If you or someone you know has been considering a reverse mortgage, visit FrontierLoanGroup.com. That's FrontierLoanGroup.com. Let Michael Gaddis of the AM 1170 The Answers, The Michael Gaddis Show, help you to determine if a reverse mortgage is right for you. Log on to FrontierLoanGroup.com. Frontier Loan Group Incorporated, California BRE number 01449152, NMLS number 345305. Michael Gaddis, JD, California BRE number 01433800, NMLS number 280011. Hello, my name is Robert Kenyon, the President and CEO of First Cabin Travel. 
Like so many of you, I have a passion for travel. My travel escapades have taken me to some 172 countries. In fact, I love traveling so much that in 1989, I left a career in law and formed First Cabin Travel so that I could share my extensive knowledge and travel experiences with others. During my travels, I've established some incredible relationships, which allow me to offer you incredible travel deals. This travel season, First Cabin has a special offer that includes a quality tour with a private car and driver, a local private guide, and accommodations, which include breakfast and lunch daily from $235 per person per day. If you like to travel to exotic locations and would love to have your own private tour arrangements, First Cabin is perfect for you. Join with us and let us show you why. Visit firstcabin.com. That's firstcabin.com. The answer. Welcome back to the Michael Gaddis Show on AM 1170. The answer. I am your host, Michael Gaddis from FrontierLoanGroup.com. That's FrontierLoanGroup.com. And I want to talk a little bit about reverse mortgages and keeping an open mind with reverse mortgages. Reverse mortgages are becoming more and more popular, and I know there's a lot of uh, you know myths and misconceptions about reverse mortgages out there. I hear them all the time. It never fails. If I go to an event, sure enough, I'm going to have you know all these people coming up and telling me all these things that aren't true. You know that reverse mortgages are the nastiest thing in the world. It's just not true, and that just tells me there's a lack of education and a lack of knowledge. But just like in the real estate world, everybody thinks they know everything. Everybody's an expert, right? So, you know, without actually having to do the research or doing any of that stuff, you know, they, they sure like to spout their opinions. So, I want to give you a little, I'll tell you a little story. I had a woman who is considering a reverse mortgage. And we went through her numbers, and she, sure enough, she was a very good candidate for a reverse mortgage. She really needed one. So, she tells me, she says, Michael, she says, I, it, I want a reverse mortgage, but it's very important to me. I have one son, and she says, I really want my one son to be part of this decision. And she, I said, no problem. I, I, I encourage it. And she goes, well, can you come over to my house and meet with us? And I said, yes, absolutely, I can do that. She goes, well, let me tell you something. She goes, my son is very stubborn, and he's a know-it-all. She goes, I'm just telling you straight up, he's going to be very difficult. And I said, that's okay. I said, you know, I, I'm sure that, you know, once I explain it to him, everything's going to, he'll understand. She goes, okay. So I went over to the, to the lady's house and the, and the, and the son is there. And I walk in and boy, it was the coldest reception I've ever gotten. It was like the Arctic was inside that house. He glared at me and he was bare, shook my hand with one of those fish, you know, handshakes where he doesn't even like do anything. He's like just doing it to tertiary uh, handshake. So we sit down at the table and I just introduce myself again and I could tell his mind is not there. So I figured the only way I can handle this situation because he's not open-minded, he's not going to listen to me, was to basically tell him, just to call him out. So I looked at him and I said, you don't like reverse mortgages, do you? And he looks at me and he says, nope, and my mother will never get one. He goes, I can tell you right now, no matter what you say. And I said, well, let me ask you something. I said, how well do you know your mom? And he says, well, I know her very well. He goes, obviously, I'm her son. I've known her my entire life. I'm like, well, that's good. I said, how well do you know her finances? And he says, well, I know, I, I think I know them. I said, oh, you think you know them? I said, but let me tell you something, I do know them. 
I've spent three days going through your whole mother's whole life. So I know where all her income is. I know what all her expenses are. And I know what all her savings are. So I know all her numbers. I said, let me ask you a couple questions. Uh, number one, I said, did you know that your mom doesn't make enough money every single month from her Social Security and her pensions to live in this house? And so let me just tell you, she's not living the highest quality of life as it is right now. But did you know that she's not making enough? I said, did you also know that she has to subsidize from her savings at a rate of $600 a month? $600 a month she has to pull from her savings to, to maintain her quality of life here, which, as I mentioned, is not the highest quality of life. She's surviving, but she's not really living. And I said, number three, did you know she's only got about three months left of savings? Did you know that? And I could tell he didn't because he was kind of looking at me and he was really kind of paying attention and he was kind of like his eyes were kind of like wide, like I had just told him some super secret. And so what I told him is this, as I see it, you have three options. I said, number one, I said, you could, um, when your mom runs out of money in three months, you could give her $600 a month to help her maintain this quality of life that, she's, that she has right now, which, as I mentioned, is not the best quality of life, but it'll at least sustain her. So you could give her $600 a month as your first option. Number two is you could sell her house and you could take all that money and have her move in with you. And the reason I say move in with you is because she's going to go through a lot of her money. I said, because to rent and to live, it's going to cost her money, and she only has a finite amount of money. And I said, so it would, you, know, you could have her live with you. I said, or number three, you could sit there, keep an open mind, and listen to what we have to say about reverse mortgages. And then you could make an educated decision with your mother about whether it's right for her. I said, those are your three choices. I said, which one do you want? Which one do you choose? And you know what he chose? Number three, you know what he said? Tell me more about those reverse mortgages. I said, that's exactly what I thought. And the whole purpose of me just telling you that story is to tell you how important it is to keep an open mind. Now, it wasn't like I was trying to make them sign on a dotted line. or All I wanted him to do was help his mother understand the product and to keep an open mind about what it could do for her life. And, you know, and that's the important part because... He was completely shut off when I walked in that room. I could have talked for an hour and a half, and he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have listened to a thing I had to say. However, if I called him out on it, which I did, and I threw it's kind of like the, the pink elephant. I just threw it on the table and said, okay, let's talk about this, the elephant in the room. Let's do it. And we had to do that because I had to overcome that to open his mind up. But once I did... You know, he was much more receptive and he listened to, to really what was going on in his mom's life, how the, a reverse mortgage might help her. And here's what I believe I believe that reverse mortgages are incredible products and they will really, can really, really help people who need them. And there, it's, are reverse mortgages right for every single situation? No, they're not right for every single situation, but they are right for many, many people. And I think a lot of people get tripped up because they don't have an open mind, because they've been told things that aren't necessarily true, or they believe things are only half here what they're really about. I know this because I know financial, there's a lot of financial planners that are starting to be using, uh, uh, starting to use reverse mortgages 
mortgages as part of their financial plan. It is a good way for some for some people to be able to live a better quality of life. And in California, it can be really hard. You in, you should li- you should come with me. You should come with me to, to to visit these seniors that I see, and you could see how they're living. You could see what they're what what they're going through and their struggles and what quality of life they're living in retirement. This is not why these people have worked so hard all their lives to be able to live like this. They're literally house rich and cash poor. And it's a shame that they don't have enough money to go out to a movie or go out to eat. Or if the price of gas goes up too much, it'll affect their budget and won't allow them to go to church. You know, those types of things. I see this all the time. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. Now, at the same time, I don't think it's the right solution for every single person, but I do think that seniors who who should should consider it and say, hey, how can this help me in my life? Is there a way I can utilize a reverse mortgage to help me live a better quality of life? Should I be able to take care, uh, to, you know, to take advantage of the line of credit growth that they have, which is just a phenomenal feature of the reverse mortgage? The line of credit alone, you know, is a reason for almost any re- senior to consider a reverse mortgage the line of credit growth especially if you're in your you know you know early uh, mid to late 60s or early 70s where you won't need the line of credit immediately but you can just watch it exponentially grow over time so you can have access to it so my whole point in this whole segment is to basically tell people to keep an open mind even if you've heard horror stories you know go to somebody who really understands these products and understands how it works and that has your best interests at in mind i mean that's what it really comes down to don't go with anybody who's just trying to you know get you to sign or your mom to sign or your friend to sign on the dotted line really go with somebody who sits there spends the time to really make you understand how these how this product works and i think when you see it and i think when you take the time to learn you will be very appreciative of everything that a reverse mortgage has to offer now at the end of the day it might not be the right solution you might still say well this is not right for my mom or this is not right for my friend, but at least you'll say, but at least I understand it. And it's not some sort of monster that I thought it was. It's actually a very good mechanism for, for certain people. And that's all my only goal. My only goal when I do my workshops or I meet with clients is to basically help them understand what a reverse mortgage is. You know, I don't have to sell reverse mortgages. I just explain reverse mortgages. They People will make their own decision about whether it's right or wrong for them on on their own, but they do it with full knowledge and understanding of how the product works. So keep an open mind with reverse mortgages. And if you know anybody who's considering one, please have them contact my office at FrontierLoanGroup.com. That's FrontierLoanGroup.com. And I service all of California. That's I only do, do uh, loans in California, anywhere in California, FrontierLoanGroup.com. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening to The Michael Gaddis Show tonight. And I'll be back here next Monday talking about anything and everything related to real uh, to real estate maybe we'll even talk about the oscars again i don't know so anyway i want to thank you all again for for tuning in on this rainy uh, monday night our monday night and uh, i will see you again next monday at 7 p.m here to listen to the michael gaddis show on am 1170 the answer